beautiful souls, welcome to another episode of the Positive Switch Podcast. I am Morgan, I'm your host, and I welcome you today on this episode to talk about a recent film that was released on Netflix. I don't know if you can call it a documentary or film. I guess it's more in the direction of documentary. Basically, in this one, uh, David Attenborough, which is a famous uh, like documentary narrator, like he basically is the voice that you hear in the background um, telling us about animals' behavior and everything. When you watch an animal documentary, he's really famous in the UK. And I don't know if he was the producer of this um, documentary on Netflix, but basically in this one, he relates his, he just tells us about his story in his lifetime, how he's witnessed climate uh, changing and basically the ecosystem that's just being um, kind of crashing and species are going extinct and he's been probably one of the the people on this earth one of the few people on this earth who have been the closest to animals and the closest to knowing what um, are some emotions that animals can feel when they're threatened or yeah one of the person who knows best animals and yeah, so basically I had some high hopes for this documentary. Um, I was expecting him to just basically tell people to stop abusing animals, to stop paying for their suffering and yeah, to pay attention to our lifestyle basically and, and to adopt a behavior that's not harming the animals, whether it's how we use cars and to adopt a plant-based diet because this one obviously has a beneficial impact on the environment uh, because it costs less resources but well not not all of those hopes were met um, and i was just basically mostly disappointed so where should i start well, first, I want to say that the reason why I'm making this episode now is because I think that when you notice that people are inconsistent, they are holding speeches that don't really match with what we should be doing, with the measures that should be taken and the change that we should all partake in, then you are... You have a responsibility in holding that person accountable in showing them the contradictions and inconsistencies in their speech just like you know if some you knew someone and as a fact you know that this person is not racist and suddenly they have a behavior that totally is the opposite of an anti <coughs> Oh, sorry, um, which is the opposite of how an 
anti-racist person should behave then obviously you do something about it you make that person aware of their contradictions and ask them like why why are you speaking like this and and harming someone in your speech uh, if you claim to be anti-racist and so clearly i i'm sure that david attenborough would claim to be an animal lover or a person who is against animal cruelty but in the facts in his deeds uh he's really the opposite he's quite on the side of animal abuse and not on the side of uh, veganism at all so through the movie for example you can see him wearing a fur trim i think twice in the movie you can see him wearing two different coats um, one is for sure from the brand canada goose which is known for being an animal abusing industry an animal abusing brand um, who abuses and murders geese and raccoons i think if i'm not mistaken so the geese for their down and the raccoons for their fur so really disgusting brand a brand that really has to do a big switch um and start considering yeah like just being humane and stop abusing exploiting animals and murdering them so yeah um at one point in the movie he's wearing some animal skin on his back some animal fur which is clearly which clearly stems for animal abuse because there's just no other no other air around it um when you can clearly identify the fur being real fur and in the movie it's the case um and i think like for a major part of the movie for the most the most part it's okay it's quite consistent and then when you get around one hour you start noticing it's the bullshit is is coming it like you 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 see it coming like a truck it's that big because you have some hints throughout the movie um like like it always comes back like to humans and although he mentions the animals and clearly this is all about the animals like that we see in the film there's still like like this high heavy weight of the human uh supremacism of the, of the human superiority like the humans being at the center of the universe and and we have to do everything that we can to save the human species and and to protect the next generations and so it's it's all about humans basically but as for the animals well if you're born a wild animal then you're lucky you will be protected by david attenborough david attenborough attenborough will speak up for you if you're a whale if you're a dolphin if you're a seal if you're an elephant david attenborough is your best friend but if you're a fish especially a tuna fish or salmon or i don't know mackerel then 
You are not David Attenborough's best friend. Quite the contrary, he will literally justify with with all the bullshit that he can use. He will just justify abusing you and murdering you. He will justify hooking you by your mouth, dragging you out of the water and leaving you to agonize for up to four hours based on your species because unfortunately you're a fish but you weren't born a whale so like his behavior is literally really speciesist because he's making distinction uh, based on interest on his interests because he thinks that freaking humans like the whole humankind needs to eat fish which is not the case don't get me wrong, I'm not saying everybody has to go vegan on this planet because I know that we're living in different climates and that, that not everyone can survive just on plants, that not all countries have the necessary plant-based resources to survive. In some countries, no. So I won't tell, uh, I don't know, some tribe in the Amazon forest to be vegan because I know that probably won't be feasible for them. But if you're living in Central Europe, if you're living in the US, if you're living in the UK, there's no excuse against animal abuse. You cannot justify, especially in 2020, in 2020, you cannot justify still eating animals. You cannot justify wearing their skin. You cannot justify wearing their hair. You cannot justify testing on them for cosmetic products because you have literally everything. Everything in a plant-based form, in a plant-based version, you have everything without cruelty in it. You shouldn't go and pay for a circus where animals are abused and used. You shouldn't go to a zoo where animals are kept basically in prison so this is like it's within reach you can do it but obviously i won't tell aboriginal people tribes to go vegan so yeah so the, the like the biggest irony of this film like it sounds like basically the goal is not to avoid emptying the oceans for the interests of the fishes, for the interests of the ocean, of the marine life, but for our own interests. We should do what it takes, we should do what we can in order to not empty the ocean so that people can still fill up their bellies as if they weren't big enough and fat enough for a big part of the world, an ever-increasing part of the world. So that, so we shouldn't empty the ocean so that people can feast on the corpses of fishes, which they do not need, because most of the people on this planet can survive by just eating plant-based foods. So it's just, it's, it's this huge hypocrisy and I think like one of the the most one of the most waterfuckable thing that I heard in this whole film 
documentary, whatever, was that he was basically saying, uh, wait, what, how was it? It was saying, like, don't eat all the fishes so that fishes can, like, populate again, so that they can increase their population, so that we can eat them, take them and eat them. So don't kill the fishes to a certain point so that they're still able to breed and and reproduce and multiply so that we can take some and kill them. So it's like, don't kill so that we can kill. Where is the freaking sense in all of this? So, and that was one part, and then I think he he also addressed um, uh, the land animals who are exploited. The biggest part of of this planet is actually occupied by by cattle, by by chickens, by pigs, because we breed them into existence to the billions. And yeah, he was just saying like. Like somehow we we have to just make it a bit more sustainable. But how like when you have almost eight billion of people on this planet and you have actually like tenfold more animals on this planet, like exploited animals than human beings, please explain to me how you can somehow do this in a sustainable way there's no way so yeah it's it's just this film is not credible you you cannot take this movie seriously because it's just full of crap it's full of hypocrisy it's full of nonsense and and stupid human freaking arrogance always being in the center of everything and and basically wanting to use animals as resources telling people like don't use don't eat up all our resources so that we can still tap in so so that we can still always kill these animals that we consider as as products as objects machines who are here to meet our desires just for the for the nonsensical not need to eat animals because people are just so selfish and taste when it comes to taste well in fact most of people on this planet are against animal cruelty and are against abusing animals until you bring up the animals that are on their plate or at least the remainings of those animals the corpses of those animals and the secretions that are in people's glasses and cups and drinking cow's tits mother milk when they're actually grown up and should have weaned off a long time ago eating 
hence reproductive cycles that come out of their butt, eating bee vomit, which this is what honey is, because at first the nectar of the flowers goes to the stomach of the bees and then they like regurgitate it. They puke it in the mouth of another bee and the other bee puke it to another bee, <laughs> to another bee's mouth. And then it's like, I don't know, 10 times, 20 times, 50 times, just puked over and over and over again. And then you eat this. Like, like as if there weren't already 50 different sweeteners on this planet that you could use instead. And many of them that taste actually just, just like honey. So I, that's, the problem is with such documentaries or any documentaries in general, the focus is not laid on the animals. The animals are never the center of a documentary. Their interests, their needs that we should respect, their rights are never in the center of any movie, any documentary. To the exception of Earthlings and Dominion, which I recommend you to watch if you haven't yet. They are available, available on YouTube for free. But think about it. If you were born one of those animals, if you didn't have the luck to be born a wild animal, and still wild animals are poached to, they, they are hunted, they are taken away from their natural habitat, because to some people they represent some sort of, of luxury and, and represent some social status or whatever. If, if you are not born in the right species, you might certainly be enslaved, abused physically, separated from your family members or your friends. You might be tortured like forever. And then you're butchered, scalped, cut into thousand pieces and which are sent like to different parts of the world for people to feast on and then shit you in the toilet. How would you like that? How would you like people to speak up for you if you were in that case? Would you like to be relayed to to the last place forever? Like to always be in the background and never on the front? Never taken seriously and actually talked about and defended? How would you like that? And that's why I will clearly say this. My fight in this life will always be for the animals. I will, you see, we have this, this buzzword that comes so often that we hear like always more in the media and it's the word privilege. White privilege, 
men privilege and so on. Now I will tell you, I have a human privilege. And actually, that's not, it's not even always the case. Because some people on this planet are still used and abused while they, they actually belong to the human species. But for some bullshit reason, other people harm them, bully them, exploit them based on the, their gender or the colors of their skin. And we do have to work on this. And I'm thankful that there are people who are focusing on this issue. And I will never have anything against people who are choosing to focus on this. And those people shouldn't have anything against me for focusing on the animals. And why I choose to focus on the animals is because they're, they just are given no consideration. Nothing. Not a yoda of consideration. In most cases on this planet, they're just considered as objects. Not even as living beings, sentient beings who are capable of suffering. So I want to make this my priority, to make it clear to people that animals are there for only one reason, to live in freedom. They live their life for themselves, just like I choose to live my life for myself. I make my decisions. I deserve to be respected. I deserve to have a, a life of freedom. And I, I deserve to be happy. And that's the same for the animals. Not different than us. That's the basic things that they need, the basic, the basic things that we ask for. And I think I will stop here. I hope that one more time I've made that clearer if you followed this podcast for a while. If you still haven't understand, understood until now what veganism was, I hope that now you understand it for sure. And I, like seriously, I, I don't even know how you couldn't have understood it already because I make it quite clear. But if you aren't vegan yet, go vegan. Think about the animals and the responsibility that you have towards them, the responsibility that you have in your actions. Don't, like, don't preach something if you're not actually living it, if you're not in alignment with it. And speak up. If you're vegan but not an activist, I beg you to go out and speak with people, speak with your family, make videos about it, write, dance, make of any art your form of activism. Just do something for the animals. Because if you don't, then who will? Thank you for listening. I'm looking forward to seeing you, to hearing you in the next episode. Bye.